Collective Awakening Podcast, sharing truth and knowledge in this time of conscious awakening with Chris and Stephen. Hello friends and welcome to the Collective Awakening Podcast. Chris and Stephen here and just want to welcome everybody that's joining us and tonight it's an absolute pleasure to welcome back for part three now we're on uh, with Jill Harrison, Angel Messenger and just during the course of this I just want to add anybody who's joining us please welcome into this space and we do open it up this evening for questions. If you've got any questions at any point, um, it's an interactive talk, so you're welcome to join in. So, Jill, thanks so much for coming back. <laughs> Thank you for having me. <laughs> it's always an absolute pleasure. And anybody who has, hasn't watched our previous episodes with Jill, the other two that we did, are well worth checking out. So you'll be able to check those out on our YouTube channel or wherever you're listening to us. So um, it's where to start because we know once we get on the subject of angels and we're talking about spirit, uh, things always take a natural flow where the chat will go. But where I wanted to start tonight, Jill, is, and this came to me about two seconds before we started, <laughs> was I've heard it mentioned before that people come in with certain angels or, or when, when they reincarnate, when, when they're born. And I was just wondering if you could explain to us a little bit more about that process and how it works and your thoughts on it. Okay. So as I understand it, um, first of all, there is your guardian angel. And your guardian angel is the caretaker of your soul. So your guardian angel um, is not with you just for this lifetime. A lot of books say oh, this is your guardian angel for this lifetime. But your guardian angel is the protector, protective energy, the divine energy that surrounds your soul. And so your guardian angel is with you through all your incarnations. And that guardian angel never changes. But you also come into the physical world with physical lessons, emotional lessons and spiritual lessons. So the soul goes through what's called divine gateways. So let's say, for example, you come through Archangel Michael's divine gateway on a physical level. So this will then mean that Archangel Michael is going to and his ministry of angels are going to support you in developing a particular set of traits or talents to help your soul tap more into it. So when you're coming in with Michael, what you tend to be coming in with are life challenges to do with courage, strength, mercy. So you often get a lot of people who, what I call really go through the ringer when yeah. they, they're yeah. coming through on a physical gateway with Archangel Michael. Yeah. Um, so it's all about empowerment, understanding the power of the soul, uh, the the strength that you possess and using that strength um, to bring through um, and explore the world around you. And then on an emotional level, let's say you came through the emotional gateway of Archangel Gabriel. Archangel Gabriel is all about communication and um, understanding um, judgment. So on an emotional, intellectual level, your challenge may be to find your voice or to learn to use the power of your voice. 
Um, and then on a spiritual level, let's pick, uh, for example, Archangel Zadkiel or Archangel Metatron, who's here to help you tap into those spiritual qualities. So you've got you've so you've already come in with at least three archangels and your guardian angel. And then what you also have is what I call your spiritual support team angels. Yeah. So if you're going through bereavement or childbirth or divorce or even exams, you have a particular set of angels who will also come and add their support. So I often yeah. use I have to say to my students, you know, when you're getting in the car and you're driving down the road and you think it's just you, you've got a whole busload of angels yeah. coming yeah. with you. Um, and stepping in as and when or bringing their energies in or their guidance um, to keep alerting you to the synchronicities of what's going on. So it's a really good, good way of understanding the themes in your life. Yeah. You know, if, if for example, we tend to have a habit of always picking the wrong partners um, or our relationships always failing or not being able to get ahead with our job. These are all themes that our angels can help us with. And once you start to understand those themes, you, you tend to get a pretty good idea which gateway you've come through. Yeah. Uh, so you've, you've always got all these angels with you. Um, and they're, they're not just sat, you know, just like this. I mean, they're helping everybody else. Because remember, angels can be anywhere and everywhere at the same time, uh, because one of the issues I had, funnily enough, earlier this week was um, one of my ladies said to me, she said, I don't like to ask my angels because, you know, I know they're busy. And I said, there's billions of angels. And if the one that you've asked for can't help you, another one will step in anyway. So yeah, you really ought yeah. to be asking, um, because if you look at, if you always put yourself last, then that will come into your reality that other people will always put you last and she and she sat and she said do you know something she says you're right people do I said yes because you're putting yourself last and so that's that's sending that energy out and that's why people aren't really considering you know what you're doing and, and, and old so yeah so i mean a, a few thoughts come to mind with that first of all when when we talk about it, it i suppose in a way if we're able to tap into that be aware of that energy that we come in with it'll help us um in remembering or discovering our divine purpose as well our gifts yeah i think one yeah. of the things that people struggle with most often is feeling that connection with their angels yeah. Um, but the one thing is angels can you can communicate and get a yes, no going with with your angels. Yeah. Um, and the first thing that you can do is invite your angel just to touch your face so that you can feel their presence, because it feels a little bit like cobwebs on your face. Uh, but you get like a, a an energy that runs because often your angels will try to touch your face to say it's okay, I'm here. Um, yeah, so sometimes you know they they will touch your face. So if you take time to sit and say, angels, I really need your help right now, um, and I really want to believe that you're here. I really want to have that faith. Can you help me? Um, could you touch my face? You should feel them either touch your hair or your face. 
but another way that you can get a yes no going um and i and i teach this with with my students is you can become what i call a human pendulum and what you do is you you stand with your feet hip width apart and your arms down by your side and you keep your head very neutral and you ask your angels, you close your eyes and you ask your angels to draw close and you ask them to push you forward for yes or back for no because angels can push on our aura. Yeah. And so what you do is you stand there uh, make sure there's nothing that you can fall on because I, I have had where some angels are so delighted they, they go like that and people go flying. <laughs> All very enthusiastic. Time, yeah, it's a bit, but most of the time it's, it's, it's very gentle. And then you can ask yeah. a question. So I always say to people, ask your angels something that you know the answer is no. So, for example, is my name Fred, if your name's not Fred? Um, and and they will, they'll pull you gently back. You'll sway back. And then what you center yourself again, and then you ask your angels, is it in my best interest to, for example, date this guy? Okay, if they push you forward, that yes, it, right now, it's serving your soul's purpose. But if they pull you back, you know, what they're really saying is actually this, this guy's not really aligned for you. So it's yeah. a good way of getting confirmation and being able to talk to your angels. And the more that you do that, eventually you can do it sat down because you can feel you can feel them and they'll come and stand behind you for a no and then they'll sort of come and stand in front of you feel their energy come in at the front and you think yeah I can feel you so I've got a yes so if, if you start to practice that it's a really good way of getting the answers the, the yes and the no's and sometimes you don't get any answer and I've always had students say I'm not really getting anything and most of the time it's how you ask because if you yeah. say, should I, you, they won't answer you because they're not allowed to influence you. But if you ask, is it in my best interest to, they'll give you a yes or a no. Yeah. So mm -hmm. I always say, try and think of asking your angels, is it in my best interest to do this? Um, is it in my best interest to do that? And they start to give you the yeses and the nos. So yeah, once you're more confident yeah. with that, it's really, really good. Yeah, it's it. We found that with. Uh, I have actually tried that before, and it one hundred percent works. But it was described same thing. But it was uh, the person who showed it. We called it the sway test. Okay. Uh, and it was side to side, and and absolutely yeah. as you've described in it, and it works. Yeah. And I know. I just want to say there was a lady actually saying she was looking for guidance off her angels coming up in the comments and maybe that's something you can try you can try that right yeah, now use that technique um, i mean the other the other way is if you're very good at sensing energies you can just sit with your hands and say touch my right hand for yes and my left hand for no and you will get a coldness for yes yeah um and so you can feel that it's it, it's it's like fresh airs just touch like there's been a little breeze that's gone through your palm so i say to you know if if, if you want to do it that way you can do it that way but um, i do sorry go on, sorry, go on. no i was i've just found this really fascinating because we are moving away from i mean the synchronicities the angel spirit size and the white feathers and things like that they are amazing but what i really like about this is our interaction 
And I guess the angels like that, instead of just sitting in our laurels and expect something to happen, those old times where we'd go to church, yeah. give me a message. We, we're learning to work with the angels. That's and I really that. like that. I think that helps them and that helps yeah. our, our development and our intuitive development as well, doesn't yeah. it? I mean, if, you, if you're struggling, I mean, again, it can be the lack of, of belief. Um, but um, the other way you can do it, um, which is a little bit more difficult, is to use a candle and get yeah. and the angels will will really make the, the flame go long for yes and very short for no, because that's a natural energy. And remember, it, it, it's all about energy. It's being able to have that awareness um, because the more aware you are, the more you can feel whether or not you're aligned with with where you are or whether it's the right request for you. And I think probably because, like we were saying earlier, there's so much written about angels about, oh, they don't do this or they don't do that. Angels can do whatever they like, really. Um, they're omnipotent. They're everywhere. Um, and they really are here to serve. Um, so it's, it's just a case of just like if you start a new relationship, if I met, let's say, one of, of the people that's watching today on a bus, unless we strike up a conversation, we can't develop a relationship. So just like any relationship, you've got to make that effort. Yes. You have to, you have to say to talk to your angels. It doesn't matter who else is listening. I, I talk all the time, you know, and I say, oh, angels, I really need you to help me. I've got a really busy day today. Can you make sure I, I get done all the essential things that need to get done? Can you keep distractions at bay? You know, um, and I find that when I do that, my phone's not ringing off the hook all the time or, you know, <laughs> they don't seem to be very calm and want to just go and sleep. Uh, so if I do that, everything's, the energy's become very calm. Um, whereas if I don't do it, you know, I can be on the phone and the dogs decide, you know, it's zoomy time and they're zooming in and out. Um, and then the cat's jumping on the back of the chair and mowing. And so it's a good just talk to your angels. Um, if you're in the bath, you know, ask them to use the water to help you cleanse your aura or infuse the water with healing energies. It's, it's, it really is just about developing a, a relationship with your angels. And it takes time. You know, it's not an instant a success straight away. Sometimes you're lucky. But, you know, if you keep doing that and having the faith that your angels will be there for you, it, it, they do come through. But, the, you know, they don't always necessarily give you what you want. Absolutely. Indeed. <laughs> it's, it's having that, having that belief in it you know it's it's no good doing anything where it's going to be oh i'm going to ask for this but i don't really i don't really know i don't i don't really think that can happen you're already knocking it down before anything's mm. happened you've got to have in your heart you know this is possible yeah it's gonna happen you know you've got to have that umph it's i've found that on my journey it, it's no good expecting it's it's 50 50 in a way as well and if you're saying, you know, this is so possible then that energy is going to be reciprocated to you. The other thing to always have in, have in your mind as well is how good are you at receiving? If you're yeah. if you a compliment, you know, oh, you look really nice today. And you say, oh, this old thing, I've had it for ages. Um, yeah. You're not very good at receiving. Whereas if you say, oh, thank you. Um, and I found that 
sometimes when we're so desperate that we want an answer yeah we we're straining so when we're straining the more you're pushing for something your aura becomes it becomes effectively like a, a shield and and spirit can't get to you and you can't get to spirit and you become trapped in this energy so it's really important that you trust and and just hand it over because sometimes the easiest way to get things done is to say angels i just can't deal with this anymore I'm giving it to you. I trust you to do what's right in my best interests. And I'll I'll just take it a step at a time and deal with what comes because I know you're guiding me through it. Yeah. Rather than, oh my God, oh my God, what am I gonna do? What am I gonna do? Yeah. Working. yeah. Why am I not getting any answers? Why is nobody helping me? Um, and again, with the angels, they will help you, but the more you help yourself with either a positive mindset or belief system the the more they can work with that energy because your energy is, is expanding so they can connect with you a lot more stronger but if you're sitting in fear and you're bringing that energy down it's really hard for your angels to they're really having to work double time to try and bring you up um, and so it's really important if, if you need answers from your angels, you need to come away from everybody else because people are toxic with their negative viewpoints. You know, we've got the media that's negative. You've got soaps that are full of dramas that are going off and sucking you into all that negativity. You need to shut everything off, come away, go and sit outside and just talk to your angels. And, and, and they will come around you. They will give you that energy. They will support you if you ask. Well, spirit don't like as well. We found that even when we talk about prayer, you know, when, when, when a lot of people pray at night, well, a lot of people, and I used to do this, where we used to beg and spirit don't like that because it turns you into a victim and we're moving away from being the victim, being begging for things where we're actually working with the spirit. We're working, we don't work, we don't work for spirit we work with spirit so it's yeah. moving away that understanding and also that point about energy we you know the law of resonance we can only call in what we are resin what we are vibrating so if we don't feel that we are worthy and if we believe that that's what we're going to attract mm. as well yeah. isn't it so we it's can only be yeah. what we are not what we are not I, th I think one of the biggest lessons that the angels taught me is to understand the power the divine power that we have is imagination yes and mankind have put the imagination is this flaky thing it's not real and they've done that to take the power away from us but we wouldn't be here today we wouldn't be talking about the things and doing what we're doing via this internet again this is energy waves and energy waves um, we wouldn't be doing any of this without the power of our imagination and even if you'd study manifestation it's all about the ability to to see it to feel it to speak it because when you speak you prophesize and that's it and if you go through the bible not that i'm a as i said to you earlier i'm not a an authority on religious matters at all but if you study through things i studied the kabbalah which i found was the for me, made sense of a lot of the different religions that I'd looked at. Um, but when you look at, it's about 
seeing the the synchronicity, the clues are in there. Yeah. But it's not about praying to an angel. It's not about praying to a God. It's about knowing that you are your spirit anyway. So it's not that you can't communicate with them. It's the mindset that says I can't. And that's what you have to change. You are, if, as I've said to you on, I think on this program a couple of times now, if you chase your family tree right to the beginning of time, you come from divine source. Yeah. You know, so everybody that's, that's been before you, your grandma, your granddad, your greats and your great greats, um, going back up that tree, you're going to end up back at source energy with God, like the one conscious energy. So you're already, you already have it all. You've just got to get rid of that mindset, that programming that said you can't. Do you think that's where a lot of people are stuck? It just seems a lot because so many people are entrapped in their headspace. And I find when we look at when we do a lot of healing, a lot of people have problems with the third eye, with the crown blockage. Mm. It's because they're so bogged down with the mind. I can't connect. And they've got headaches. They're depressed. They've got anxious. Mm. So where do you think all that comes from? And how can we move away from that? Can the angels help us with that self-healing or is there tools that we can use? Well, there's two parts to that question, I feel. Um, so you can ask your angels to help you. and But like I said, hand it over to them. Mm. Um, a, a, a good example of handing it over is um, if I go back to my younger years, um, I had five miscarriages and I went through all the IVF. Um, and I just thought, I cannot do this anymore. I simply cannot. It is it is destroying me. It was sending me mental. I was becoming obsessed about getting pregnant. Why couldn't it? Why is it that other people could have babies, but they mistreat them? And I would have loved a child. Um, and I went really through that roller coaster. Um, and when I met my second husband and he said, you know, would you like to have a family? I actually said to him, I said, I don't, I can't do it anymore. Been through all that. So I said, you know what? If it's meant to be, we'll ask the angels. And if it's meant to be, fine. But I'm not trying. Um, and so Glenn and I, we 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 lit a candle and we, we asked the angels um, if it would be possible for us to be blessed with a child. Um, and we... We, we thanked them, blew the candle out, completely forgot about it. And then about three, four months later, I'd gone hiking and we were with friends. And normally I'm, I'm right at the front, off we go. And I just felt so tired. And I didn't, didn't a twig at all. And it wasn't until the next day when I, uh, uh, one of the women that worked for me, she said, she's only not pregnant, are you? And I says, no, no, I don't think so. But then I thought... Well, actually, do you know, I don't know. So I went and got a test and that one was positive. And I thought, nah, nah, I'm fooling myself. <laughs> no, I went and got another two, but I was. And I think it was, you often hear of like, for example, people that are trying, so they go and adopt. And as soon as they adopt, they get pregnant. So yes, I, think sometimes, yes. I think it's just about letting go. Yes. Let it go. If it's, and just trust if it's in divine alignment for you and you're meant to have it, you will have it. 
and not worry about and it's it's no reflection on whether or not you're worthy or not worthy it's just about okay let it go so in that sense i think we we worry too much but when it comes to opening the third eye i i feel that people have this big polarity swing they really want to see but they're really scared of seeing yeah they're really scared of of who they will become if suddenly they've got all that sight so there's um there's this pull where I want it, I want it, and then, I, and but on a steep subconscious level, it's like, oh, well, I don't know if I can. Again, because historically, whether it's biblical or you've got these other people, you know, you've got to be special to, to be able to see spirit. No, you haven't. You've just got to believe. Yes. You've got to believe they're there. Uh, funny enough, I've, I've got a, a, another lady client who's in Cyprus, and she was saying to me that, uh, you know, she struggled for a lot of time when spirit were coming to her. And so she kept saying, you know, if you just if you just give me this sign, I'll believe you. And they do that. And then she said, well, if you give me this sign, I'll believe you. Um, and and it, it, she got a little bit really absorbed with it. Um, and um, she she ended up walking away from it. Um, and but bit by bit they've been coming back, and now she's she really does realize that all she's been getting it all the time. So I think we put too much pressure on ourselves, particularly if you see, for example, people like I don't know, uh, John Edward or um, the bouffanted woman from New York, where it's screened and everybody everything's like off pat. Yeah, uh, but you've got to you've got to remember that there'll have been thousands of hours of editing yes. through that program where they've connected and somebody's gone. No, yeah, absolutely. You, you know, they only see people, the yeses. Yeah, yeah. So so you so it's it's really important. Um, and I think everybody's journey is different. And I and I think you know just because someone else is getting something. And I see it a lot in circles. You you get some people who, um, let's say, embroider and, mm. and stretch what they've got. And then you've got someone else who actually is getting something that's really authentic. And they think, oh, well, I didn't get that. No, I didn't get as much detail as that. And, and so that knocks their confidence so they don't speak mm. up, they don't speak out. So I think sometimes in circles, it takes a very good tutor who's holding that energy to know who who to bring along. Um, and yeah. you've sat in spiritual churches, you know you get your open circle, and that's a really good way of spotting those people that you know they're getting something, but they're just that little bit unsure, then you can bring them into a closed circle. And help yes. them develop a little bit more into a group where it's more embracing, um, because it, it, it is hard if you're first starting to talk to angels or to spirit to have that trust. But do you not think, yes, Jill, as well? I, I find I find just really just a quick point there, Chris, and it's something yeah. that we were only talking about not long ago. Is some things are the mystery. Some things are. Yes, we very we are as human beings or as spirit in a human form. We are very inquisitive. We want we we're here to learn. The, the earth is a school. We're here to learn and grow. 
but also some things are the great mystery. I think we can't work everything out. I think we just have to surrender and grow with the flow. I think there is this thing a medium said to us, to a sceptic, there's never enough evidence. They will always ask for more and more. Mm -hmm. And a lot of it comes down to, Spirit has said to me before, look, Stephen, it comes down to your mm -hmm. faith and your trust and yeah. something that I've received in, in messages as well. And I think some things you're not going to know everything. And that's why I think it's disrespectful in a way, and maybe I'm not coming from a judgment perspective there, is to ask all the time because you could become obsessed. Mm. Is You become obsessed. And I don't feel spirit work that way. I, I don't they feel don't. No, I mean, I once trans channel, I was doing a trans channel. I used to do uh, salon sessions where groups of people would come to my home and we'd sit in a circle and I would trans channel. Um, and one one particular, I always remember uh, Ascended Master Lord Sananda came through and he said, if I returned back to earth as Jesus Christ, I would be crucified all over again. You know, and if I and if 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 I was to manifest an apple, you know, you'd want more. Very true. Um, and so you have to you have to you have to come back to your spiritual core and spiritual finding your spirituality is in the knowing. Yeah, it's within you. You can feel it in your gut just as much as you know you when when you're telling the truth, when you're not telling the truth or when you're doing right and when you're not doing right. Because, and, and the way that he described it is, is, for example, you if you do something and you know you've done something that's really good, that's really helped somebody else, you really feel it. Yeah. It feels it's 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 a, a feeling of pure elation, you know, that you've really helped that person. It's not about the ego, it's not about oh, aren't I good? You just feel you know in your heart you've really given your absolute best for that person. And that is that knowing, that is your spiritual connection. And it's about connecting with that energy. If you are in joy, if you are happy with who you are, where you are, then you don't have to worry about whether or not spirit are with you. You don't have to worry about whether or not you're on the right path. We're always on the right path. Sometimes it's just a path that we think, oh, God, I must have been sat playing poker when, <laughs> when I chose that path. <laughs> yeah, I it, too many gins. <laughs> I think we've all said that at some point, but it's interesting what you touch on there because we actually, did, well, Stephen did a trans demonstration last night and a question was asked uh, by uh, a lady who was there about how do we become more spiritual in a way? And the answer given was just for me to spot on which say, you know, in a way, mankind has become obsessive about becoming spiritual and, yeah. and this and say, just be you, mm -hmm. just be your true self. That's all you need to be. Yeah. You know, you know, anything else isn't going to be right. It's just be you. Mm -hmm. but, um, so what you've said makes perfect sense to me. And the, the other thing I wanted to touch on, well, a couple of things, is I don't know if you've ever seen that documentary. I mentioned it a couple of times on here. It's one of the more authentic ones, I feel, called mm. Surviving Death. It's on Netflix. Oh, and yeah. 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 And it's yeah. pretty good. Normally, anything 
with this work on television isn't. Um, no, they usually get the worst representations they can yeah. find. But anyway, yeah. on this one, it was pretty good. And this gentleman went for a reading and he asked for something very specific from his father in the reading that would prove to him in his first reading. And he went in and he got it 100%. But through the course of the documentary, he then wanted more, you know, like you said, and he mm. was seeking, instead of going, wow, that one thing has, has mm. proved that my dad's around me, he's there, that's indisputable. He kept chasing it yeah. and chasing it. And and I and I thought, wow, that really happens a lot. It and does, I'm, yeah. Yeah. I uh, had a guy once who came for a reading and uh his mother came through and did the reading. He went away, and within two days, he rang me again, can I come back for another reading? And I said, well, I've only just read for you two days ago. He said, no, no, this is different. This is business. So I said, okay, that's fine. So he, he came back, and we did another reading. Um, then he went away, and then the following week, he rang again. And and I said to him, I said, you can't, you can't live in the world of spirit. You're here to have mm. a physical experience. You know your your families around you they're guiding you from the spirit side um but you can't use them to keep falling back on you can't use them to make the decisions for you you can't use them as as like a safety blanket because your life is about exploring and having a really diverse amount of you know different experiences so, because all life is really is about learning what you like and what you don't like it's not about oh i got it wrong again or i'm a failure it's about <laughs> oh that didn't work for me maybe this one will um mm. so it's a bit it's a bit of i normally when i've had times where it's been you know like i'm wading through mud uh, and my, my, my boys have said to me you know you just keep trying why don't you give up and i said because the more no's i get the nearer i am to a yes <laughs> i like that yeah. So you know, we remember that, Chris. Every, yes. Every time it doesn't work, I'm nearer to it working, um, and I've got a big paycheck coming some at some point because of you know we all have and we all have our crappy, poopy times, but yeah. I do feel like what Spirit have taught me is it's the mindset that determines how you do, uh, you know, and if you think this isn't working. It's not going to work. You're right. If you think so it much. will work, I will find a way through it. I will come out of it. It will. Because by the grace of God, your angels, whatever it is you believe in that, that you cling to to keep you moving forward, it's gonna you will get there. Yeah, I, 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 I just think that's a hundred percent agree with what you said. And I really feel the that that knowledge is needed at this moment in time when there's so much that really wants us all to be in a victim state that we're all very powerless and we'll just be sort of shuddering in the corner waiting for the next things to happen yeah. and, and if, if we could realise how powerful we are, you know, we're great creators. Yeah, wasn't it in the last chat we had when we were on about, if you think about it, when you watch a TV programme, you're being programmed? We discussed yes. that, yeah. Yeah, remember. you remember when I said, you know, in America, they call mobile a cell. 
Um, and if you look at today's society, everybody's walking down the street like this. Everybody's going to have hunchbacks by the time. <laughs> yeah. They're, they're missing, they're missing, you know, watching. I mean, right now, um, you know, the birds are gathering the twigs. Yeah. And and spiritually, you learn so much from nature. You know, it, like the little snowdrops. Look how fragile and delicate they are. A little bit like our souls. But they still push through the hardened earth, through the coldness, through that darkness of the soil. And, and they still break through. And I think that's a story, you know, that spirit and, and the world is constantly telling us. It doesn't matter how dark it gets. There will be a breakthrough for you when the time is right and, and and that's what you need you need to say i can even though people are saying to you you can't i, I don't know about um i think probably i'd go with stephen more than chris but i would say that stephen's very much like me where if somebody would have said oh you're not doing that you'd be more likely to do it just to prove them wrong <laughs> <laughs> we were talking about that in the kitchen yesterday. <laughs> that, is, yeah. that was me when I was younger. You know, so yeah, me, no, no, you know, and I hated anything to do with authority because I thought, I, I thought oh, there's always been something in me that rears against somebody else controlling somebody by saying, you can't do this. Um, mm. and, and no, no, that's not allowed um I, I know spirit laugh a lot of the time when we talk about you know certifications going to somebody else who says we're good enough you know yeah, yeah. you are good enough otherwise you wouldn't be here you don't need someone yeah. else to, to to write on a piece of paper to confirm your worth um absolutely so true so it's it's yeah, yeah. But... Very i just want to just even, what... yeah yeah, I just want to sort of change the conversation just a little bit uh -huh. because about what's happening on the earth at the moment, there is a very huge, it feels a very conscious shift happening. I mean, anybody watching or listening, you know, you don't have to be incredibly intelligent. We all can read energy. There is a big energetic shift happening in the world. Now, what role has the angelic uh, world the angelic realm let's talk let, let's talk about the angelic realm why do you feel the angelic realm because they don't have to do they the what do you think they've got like a contract with humanity to it so many cultures and so many people across the world connect with angels or mm -hmm. have done for thousands and thousands of years millions of years why do you feel that the angelic realms want are, are wanting to help mankind and still helping it helping us because that's what they were created for right so just like let's say for it, it's in your it's it's a human need to eat it's an angel's need to serve and protect humanity and right. when they're protecting humanity they're often protecting us from ourselves a lot more than they are from other people um, believe it or not, it's you know, it, sometimes you know, the angels are like, No, not again, don't do that. We're trying to guide you this way, please listen, please see. Um, so you know, but that, but you that is that is their whole it's like their, their oxygen. Um, because again, you one thing I think that uh, most people don't talk about with angels is just as we're evolving so are they 
Mm. So even the Ascended Masters, they're still evolving. They're still growing because what worked back in 12 BC doesn't work now. They're having to work. They're having to adapt to the mass consciousness because our mass consciousness creates our reality, which again yes. kicks in with, you know, if you keep feet, we were talking before we went live about um, a lack of money, but the, the, the same amount of money is in the world. It's just, you just, it's just distributed differently. But if you yeah. see that there's a lack and if you start saying and you listen to media, you know, oh, times are hard, there's no money around, then you won't have that. I walk about, I walk about and I always say, um, and I do it even while I'm uh, hoovering around, isn't it lovely that I am always manifesting large amounts of money out of thin air? And that's what I say to myself. Isn't it wonderful that money is always flowing to me? Isn't it amazing that when I need money, money always appears in my life? And isn't it wonderful, angels, that you bring me all these blessings? Um, so it's just a case of using your energy. We were talking about earlier, you know, if you're vibrating down here and, you're, and you're, your angels are up here, you've got to lift your energies up. To, to meet that same as if you're doing mediumship you have to expand your vibration up and out and meet spirit it's not that they're up here they are here but your vibration is not mm. you're dialing but it's not connecting so yeah um i just wanted to ask you as well i was gonna ask you before when we were talking about synchronicities and connecting with spirit uh, there is a tool that we started using here at the center we're very big here at the purple mountain with like healing treatments and working with crystals and what's your thoughts on the angelic bobber the angelic bobber and the pendulum because they are absolutely amazing tools i've started using it it's are absolutely you, amazing right. When you say a bobber, are you talking about an actual pendulum itself? Or no, no, it's like a, a little rod and yes, a, a yes. little bobber that, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, if you go on my YouTube channel, I've got videos on there about how to check the aura for tears and, yeah. and use the, the, the bobber. I find them spot on. The only, the only thing I would say is remember that your bobber or your pendulum is first and foremost picking up your energy. Yeah. Um, I have watched, I kid you not, I once watched uh, a woman in a mind-body-spirit fair, and I don't think I've got my, have I got my pendulum here? No, I haven't. It's not, it's in the other drawer. And I watched, and she was swinging it like this, going round, and she was saying, oh, your, your aura is bad luck. And I just stood and I was amazed. And then she got the woman to lay down and she laid her hands on her for about five, ten minutes. And I kid you not, she covered her in a blanket. She sort of said, right, I'm going to, you're going to absorb this healing energy. And she sat for ten minutes and knitted. She got knitting needles out. And then after she'd done ten minutes, she kept looking at her watch. She got up and she said to the woman, look, you're healed. And she held it. And it, she says, look, it's all balanced now. Now, because the girl's laid down and her eyes are closed, she hadn't got a clue what was going off. But what was really funny is often, you know, uh, when you see people like that, they're using these tools incorrectly. 
because it yeah. is an extension of you. So you can get accuracy, but you've got to be really neutral when you're dousing. You've got to be really, oh, oh better still, particularly with uh, what I liked about the, the bobbers is when you don't know the answer. Yes. So like you've lost your car keys. I always used to use mine to find my car keys. <laughs> yeah. so, and and I, used to, I used to bring mine out when I got the kids and they used to poop their pants because they used to say, are you lying to me? <laughs> and they'd look. And oh, they'd God. Look, and they'd say, Cooper used to say, I'm being economical with the truth. <laughs> I used to say, right, because they learn, because I used to say, you know, are you telling me the truth? Oh, yes, mum. So I started getting the bobber, you know, when one was saying one and one was saying the other. And I didn't know who. And it always, so now if, if, if the bobber comes out, they, they go, they scarper. I mean, they're the, the, the young men now, but. Yeah, so if anybody, if any mother or father is listening, get the bobber out. That's a or get a pendulum out. That's a great way to uh to see if a child is misbehaving yeah. or lying. Yeah, um, right. absolutely amazing. Yeah, and so uh, crystals, what's what's there seems as well a lot of uh hype and also a huge awakening. A lot of people are are interested in crystals, aren't they? And it comes from the earth. Is that something that the angelic realms are, are guiding humanity to connect more with crystals? Or is that something else that humanity is getting hype over? Or Well, just as we have angels, crystals have angels. So wow. I did, I, I, and, and they, remember when you're working with angels, there's nothing wrong with using crystals to enhance that. You know, so for example, when we're when you're asleep, you need to have what I call raw amethyst and selenite at the side of your bed, um, because that purifies the energies while you sleep, and it's also the strongest combination of, of energy that that protects you while you're astrally traveling and doing whatever you're doing. So it's a really good combination to have in in your bedroom. Um, just the same as if by your front door when people are coming in, it's going to zap their, 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 any negativity they're carrying. But in, in your hallway, I like to have a piece of, of rose quartz so that yeah. as they come through the door, they connect with that loving energy. So I, I do believe 100% if you, if you see a crystal and you're drawn to it and it brings you comfort or it just makes you feel nice it's your angel's way of guiding you to that because they're helping you sort of hold that frequency hold that energy um so your angels can work with you more sometimes you can it doesn't even have to be a crystal you can be out and just see like a pebble or a seashell um or, you know you think oh that's pretty um don't discount it pick it up you know, as long as it's not a great big boulder and the council and the, the seafront are going to come after you and try and find you for nothing, <laughs> the big boulder. But, um, but yeah, it, sometimes we're drawn to things. I once did a class and um, we were working, we were going to work with crystals. And um, I, when I work and I'm teaching, I'm also semi-channeling. And the angel said, we're not going to work with crystals. And I thought, oh, this is a, a an angel 
crystal healing class why aren't we working and they said send them out into your garden well where i lived previously i had just shy of two acres of of mature victorian woodland and uh and they said get them to connect and find something in your garden that speaks to them um and um you know people were coming back with some had brought twigs some had brought a flower some had bought a, a pebble um and they got more from that than they did trying to work with the crystal so again it, it, it's still a natural energy so everything's energy it's 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 what resonates what are you drawn to so sometimes i say to people if you if you're struggling to to work with crystals or you're not sure which crystal try working first and foremost with you know something out in your garden that that you're drawn to just just be wander, wandering around and say angels can you guide me to something that will help either bring me healing today or bring me peace today um and and it's a case of holding it and and feeling it and touching it you know whether it's a leaf or a petal um uh, it's it, again you can do that but certainly i love crystals um i find them really healing um um for example if you've got a nice piece of polished rose quartz I think there's nothing better than running a bath, putting your polished rose quartz in the yeah. bath and, and asking Archangel Shamuel to come and, and bring you and, and imbue the water with, with his loving energies, you know, and you sleep like a log. Yeah, you do. <laughs> uh, you do. Uh, so you, you can do that. Just make sure your crystals aren't soluble, but everything has a resonance. Everything has an energy. So, you know, some people might say, oh, you you need, um, for example, blue kyanite to connect with Archangel Michael um, or sodalite or lapis lazuli because it's blue. Uh, but Archangel Michael also works on the red ray. So, you know, you might you might be drawn to a, a carnelian. So it's 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 just go with what you're drawn to there's a reason why you're drawn to it there's a reason why it's catching your eye it's calling to you and then what you can do is you can sit with that and ask the angel that's that's, that's holding that energy within that crystal to connect with you and ask it what message it's got for you or what it's here to learn um and you might just suddenly get a, you know it might be oh suddenly you heard the word, word compassion or um well in fact let's take compassion it might be it might not necessarily be compassion for others. A lot of the time, it's having compassion for yourself. Yeah. Because we always think, oh, well, I'm, 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 I'm nice to people. Why, why have I got compassion? Uh -huh, but are you nice to yourself? Yeah. So, it's, it's, you know. Absolutely. And I, and I feel that's it's something me and Stephen were discussing the other day, that sometimes, I suppose we might have all done it it's trying to put logic to things and and the, it doesn't work it's just feel feel your way into things and feel mm. the energy and go with the flow so yeah. if you're trying to put logic in things and trying to work things out you could be missing something that's right in front of you at the that very moment yeah the problem with logic is funny enough um just before i i came in here on, on the tv um i'd got I, I tend to have youtube relaxing music and i sit yeah. with spirit before i come and in the midst of the music, it suddenly changed to one of these ads. But there was a guy on there who is a metaphysicist 
and a neurologist. And he was saying that 80% of the time we are habitual and we're doing things because it's what we've been taught. And he was talking about changing habits. Yeah. It takes 21 days. You've got to do something different for 21 days for it to become a new habit. Um, and I think we we read a lot of information about angels or about spirit that it blocks sometimes the process of our own unfolding because we're thinking, oh, it should be like this. Oh, it's got to go this particular way. Oh, I've got to I've got to sit for hours and meditate. Um, in fact, it hasn't. It's it's just about asking, inviting your angels to guide you and trust they're guiding you and we'll let them and just then experience what's unfolding. How is it making you feel? You know, what are you aware of? And sometimes it'll bring up something. Let's say, for example, it brings up a fear. We tend to push it down because our subconscious, that programmed learning saying, you know, we we've been taught that you shouldn't feel bad. But if you don't explore that and why it's coming up, you're never going to go beyond that. It's always you're always going to stay at that level. Whereas oh, if that's you so true, it, though. And you say, angels, I'm getting this, but I'm really not understanding what I'm meant to do with it. And, and a lot of the time it's learning, and as we've talked about before, is learning to sit with that energy so that it no longer is that fear, so that it becomes familiar to us. Um, and we realize, actually, this is something I just need to let go of. And then again, we can then say to the angels, you know, teach me what I need to know about this. Can you take this from me? If it's meant, if I'm, if I, if I can release it, can you help me release it, um, and and help me understand this? But what we do is we we just ask the angels and expect them to say, oh, it's such and such and such and such, but you're not learning, yeah, because we absorb through doing, hearing, and seeing. So if you're only doing one of those things, you're not you're you're learning an capacity to absorb wisdom, to absorb that knowledge is limited. People yeah. tend to romanticize uh, their awakening or they romanticize a lot of things. And, and I know even I've something that I, I, I'm sort of trying to, the word hard, how many times do we use the word hard? Even at school, work hard, uh, you know, work hard in school, work hard at work. And, it, and it's just conditioning us that everything will be hard. Everything will be difficult. Yeah. We should be saying to our children, find joy in your studying. It's not going to be hard. Mm -hmm. Find joy. So yeah. it's conditioning the words. Words are powerful. It's words are magic, aren't they? They're magic, mm -hmm. how we use yeah. our words. Yeah. <laughs> it's, just, it's so simple. It's mind-blowing. <laughs> The thing is, as well, is we get told, you know, oh, don't, don't, don't be different, don't stand out, you know, f f blend in, fit in, find something to fall back on. No, we never go back. Fall, find something to fall forward into, fall into something new, fall into something different. Um, and I think, again, coming back to the working with angels and spirituality, it, it's sometimes people use it as a form of escape yeah. they have it in their mindset that the angels are going to rescue them uh, or that um being more spiritual means you're not going to have you know um 
testing times. And the thing is, is we grow through pain because if it hurts enough, we, it hurts enough for us to do something about it most mm. of the time. Uh, you do get some people who just actually completely implode, but most of the time, and if you look back through all your life and all the, excuse my French, the shitty things that you've had done to you or you've experienced, look where you are today. You've got yes, here. Yeah, you've come yeah. through that, you know, and, and you've you've learned from it. Um, so it, it, it is important that you don't use, you don't think that it's going to absorb you, absolve you from, from not learning, from not having these experiences. In fact, I think it's the opposite. The more spiritual you become, the harder the lessons become. <laughs> That's what I find. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's interesting as well. It's uh, something I was going to mention earlier, but it's come back around. We talk about our individuality because the circle we sat in originally when we were, I suppose, learning and just coming into this movement, and the lady who ran that circle would always say, say if there was 10 people in the group, yeah and and they were all sensing one thing and you were sensing something completely different it doesn't mean you're wrong no it doesn't you might be picking no. up on something that everybody else isn't and i thought that was such good philosophy because we have this thing of the majority being yeah. oh well that must be right when it isn't always that way no. certainly not working with energy Every, well as i said i mean what i like to always say to my students is when you he we always have discussions when we've done an exercise we always you know how have you found it how did the energy work for you or how did you perceive this particular angel and uh and sometimes you get people who who just say well i didn't get a lot and i say what do you mean i didn't you didn't get a lot uh well i on i only saw a bit of pink okay so you got pink um and how did it make you feel well it made me feel this i said so you so you got the pink and then you got a feeling with it, okay? And as you went into that feeling, what did you become aware of? And before they were, they, they realised actually they got quite a lot. Yeah. But, yeah. And I always say you should always speak what you're feeling, what you, what, what, how it feels to you, what you're perceiving, because you may bring something through in a way and at a level that somebody else here will grasp perhaps better than if I was saying it because everybody has something that they bring to the table. So you should always use your voice. You should always speak up and, and share what you get. And I feel that a lot of the times in class situations, people are afraid to speak up and yet little do they realize that when they're speaking up, they're actually being the spiritual teacher because we all are spiritual teachers. I learn just as much from my students as they hopefully learn from me. And, yes. you know, we all have something. So when somebody is getting something, like you said, that's different, this individual, I find that really refreshing and interesting because yes. it's another thread. It's another doorway for someone to consider. And that's what I've found the angels are always doing. They're always saying, right, you're going this way, but, hey, there's this door here. Or, hey, there's this door here, and you think, oh. But our programming says, oh, no, no, stick with what you know. You know, keep just moving forward. Don't, don't rock the boat. But your angels are gi merely giving you potentialities. 
Uh, and if you do something, I mean, the best way to, to get out of that sink is to do things differently, like drive home a different way. If you normally wash in a shower with your right hand, wash with your left hand, try showering with your eyes closed. I know it's it sounds silly, but you you're starting to use your awareness differently. Yeah. And it's a really Great. good way if, if you feel that you're not very aware of spirit around you to start using your senses differently. You know, if you normally drink with your right hand, start drinking with your left hand. Um, you know, if you normally write with your right hand, try writing with your left hand or doodling. And and at first it looks like a two-year-old's written it, but you wrote like a two-year-old when you were two, when you were first learning. So it's just a case of, of rebalancing your awareness and your energies. And I think we need to break that mold if you want to work with spirit better. Because what happens is, is if you're working, for example, with Archangel Michael, you'll feel his energies one way. Um, but then what happens is when you become really comfortable with that, they are in a way, excuse me, my French, a little bit like they're a little yeah. shit sometimes because then they say, oh, no, we're not going to work with you that way anymore. We're going to work with you differently. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I've experienced that. You know, you think, hang on, hang on. I had that when I was doing uh, Mind Body Spirit Fairs. I, I always used particular cards. And uh, this particular day, I was driving, and Metatron, Metatron said to me, he said, you're going to do it different. And I was like, eh, what? Mm? <laughs> and, and, and I thought nothing about it. Got I set the stall up and everything. And I couldn't find my cards. They weren't there. Where's my cards? And he said, no, you're not doing that. And he said, go over there. So I started walking over there and he said, turn right, turn right. I said, look down. And there was these um, energy cards. Uh, but there's nothing, there's no, you know, like people sometimes buy angel cards and they've got messages on. Yeah. These were, these were just artwork. And they said, right, you're going to read the energy. And I thought, oh, crap. But do you know what? It, it, he worked with me. He, he, you know, he said, I'm here. I'm not going anywhere. We're going to do this this way. Uh, and it taught me a lot. You know, first couple of clients, I was like bricking it, thinking they're going to turn around and say, that's a load of crap. But they, they didn't. They, they actually, you know, and, and, and I think as readers, we don't share that very often with people, that we have our own insecurities as well. You know, we have times when we wonder if we're feeling a bit off because we know we're feeling a bit off, but we've got clients coming. You know, are they going? Are they going to? Are we going to be crap at doing our readings today? Um, and yeah. I, th I think as readers, we ought yeah. to let people that we're bringing along. You are going to have days like that where you think, "Oh God, I'm just not feeling it today." I'm hoping you know, spirit will step up. They always step up, but yeah. even though that still doesn't stop you doubting yourself, it still doesn't stop you wondering whether or not you're going to give a shit reading to somebody. <laughs> that is so true it's how it's how like, me and chris feel sometimes but then yeah. what's so interesting is after you've done the reading you think oh i feel amazing because you've been in that energy and you th yeah. thank you but i just want to make a point there is that there's a famous word that the buddhists use which is they call the poison of the body which is the word comfort once we are comfortable, we don't shift, we don't change, we don't evolve, we don't grow because we stay. And I think that's where, uh, you know, spirit like, right, we're doing something different today. And, and it's great because it keeps us going. Because yeah. we as human beings, oh, right, that's it now. I've got a lovely week. No, it's not. 
A big bombshell comes up. Oh, shit. Chris, we're at it again down that road. But you know what? I wouldn't want it any other way. And I'm sure you don't as well, Jeff. No, no, no. Well, what I, li- what, I, what I like is it brings fresh energy in, like you said. Yes. It, 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 it does. Um, and it also, I think sometimes, I don't know about you, but sometimes I think perhaps I get a bit complacent with spirit. Um. Yeah. You know, it's it's like I sit and I invite spirit in because I've got readings coming that day and I ask whoever needs to come through, comes through. Um, and I, I make sure I top my energies up. Then I go and do the readings. Uh, and sometimes they'll bring things through in such a different way. You know, um, for example, I had one day where all I'd got was Claire Gustin's where I could just taste things. Wow. They were making me taste things. And some of these things were horrible. <laughs> I mean, I don't smoke, but you know, when you when you've got somebody in spirit who was a really heavy smoker, and it's like you've just had yeah. I don't know twenty pack of woodbine. <laughs> um, but uh, and so it, I like that because it 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 brings a different perspective in. Um, so and and what I, I particularly when you're doing mediumship, sometimes spirit will show you things that you think, well, that's to do with me. But it's because of that experience you had, yes, that your clients had that's that's spot on. Um, you know whether well. that's um, being on a beach. If you, I had somebody's uh, sister that was in spirit, and um, she was on about this particular. I'll always remember it because it happened to me back in the sixties. They used to knit swimsuits. <laughs> and I had this swimsuit on and I went into the ocean and I came out looking like Rod Stewart's If You Think I'm Sexy, Kevin Everett one. Where I'd go, I was like a sand dredger. <laughs> my, my knitted swimsuit had stretched and it was I'd just got this huge arse of sand and everybody's pointing <laughs> and laughing. Um, and I had this, this girl in spirit had had the same experience. And I said, you must have been with her. And I had to explain my experience. And and the woman was so thrilled because it was something that really connected for her. And she remembered her mum and dad, they couldn't do anything for laughing, but her sister was in tears. She felt ridiculed because she'd got, like me, this suit that was hanging in it. It got all this sand in it. So sometimes you use your own experiences. And I think when you're first learning, we discount that thinking, oh, why am I getting that? So I think part and parcel when you're working with angels or with spirit is to just speak about what you're seeing, what you're feeling, and don't censor it. Yeah. Because that way then you're at your most authentic. Well, in your experiences. Go on, Chris. No, I was just saying, I just feel like we've, uh, there's been some wonderful advisement this evening, which I really like on what everyone can be doing and do, you know, whether that's the, the mindset or the way we approach things as well in connecting with spirit. These things, you know, that we can be doing, because like you say, there's uh, so many that are very quick to say, well, I can't. Well, you can. You can try these things. You can try these yeah. things. You know, not, yeah. and and something I say often, and I'm that's I could resonate so much with what you said, Jill, when you said because sometimes people will say, oh, it's easy for you, Chris and Stephen. It's easy. They said, well, no, it's not. We get the same amount of crap. 
we we have the same doubts in ourselves we have the same things obstacles in our personal mm -hmm. lives we have good days bad days but you just navigate and and know that um when you do have these crappy experiences that you are going to be better for it when you come out the other end yeah you know you're having it that that's what gets me through a lot of things I think whatever's happening it's happening for my greater good it's trying to teach mm -hmm. me something yeah it's just figuring yeah. out what the lesson is that can be a bit oh yeah. <laughs> I, think, I, think, I think what it is about is is getting into the habit although we were talking about getting out of habits is getting into the habit of just stopping and thinking okay what am i meant to learn from this yes um and and if you can't get the answer straight away just say angels can you bring me what i'm meant to learn from this either in my sleep or to me when when i'm not so focused on it just let it come in and off it's, it's a little bit like sometimes the easiest way to describe it is have you ever had where you've been trying to remember somebody's name and for yeah. the life of you it's on the tip of your tongue but you can't you can't remember who it is and then you go away and you're making a coffee and suddenly it pops straight into you and you go ah i know who it was <laughs> that was it. <laughs> that's the same thing so sometimes when you say angels what am i meant to learn from this you know just i'm, I'm obviously being a bit dim today but can you just sort of you know when you're ready just slide it in there yeah. and then you're going on aha so you know you should... to... sorry go i on. was gonna you know i was what made me laugh there was that one of my big lessons and and i've saw it's a story just a very quick story that i tell all my students and the people that we meet is that one my big thing in this life for whatever reason is not to judge you know you do your drive you're like why is this person Oh, Stephen, you're judging again. And, and I feel like for the past 25 years, especially the past 20 years since I've got involved in this work, is you're here not to judge. You're here not to judge. You're here to perfect, never to judge. And last year, this penny dropped in my mind. And it was this voice, Stephen, you're not come back to learn not to judge. You've come back to learn. Ha, it's, it wasn't easy, was it, Stephen? It's not easy. And I thought, oh, my God, that was the lesson. The lesson was it's it's easy to judge, but it's it's hard, isn't it, Stephen? Because I thought, oh, it's going to be easy on the earth. Oh, I'm going to sail through and everything's going to be perfect. And actually, the lesson was you're never going to stop judging. You, you judge without you even knowing. Your lesson, Stephen, was, ha, it, it's not easy, is it? And I thought, shit, it's not easy. <laughs> So that was the penny that dropped in my mind after all these years, 20 years. I thought, I'm so hard on myself about self-judgment. And the lesson was, it's not easy, Steve. So the lesson was, it's not easy, is it? And I thought, no, it's not. It's bloody hard. Oh, and I'm using that word hard again. Yes, you are. <laughs> Something easier, Stephen. Yeah, easier, easier. Something easier to <laughs> Well, it's been absolutely fantastic, Jill. Just every time we speak to you, it always takes a life force of its own it on. Just, and just thank it's you. Like it morphs into something completely different. Yeah. yeah. And it's it's always what it's meant to be. And I just want to thank you so much for sharing your knowledge and your experiences with us. And I know that a lot of people are going to receive it well who are listening oh, as well. And, and it'll help them on the journey. And, yeah. and if you are wanting to connect with Jill, she does a wonderful range of work as well we'll post uh, on angelmessenger.co.uk uh, and offers some wonderful reading experiences on a deep level as well um so if you are drawn to jill please please check those out and what have you got coming up jill what's your adventures bringing you um, um 
well as you know as i said i'm I'm writing two books at the minute um uh, at the moment i'm releasing uh, i've been getting um ascension light codes um from the angels so i'm doing a series of ascension light code meditations at the moment i've just we've just done um sandolphin and michael gabriel i'm releasing tomorrow um so they're good because they're helping people with their spiritual growth and ascension but if you want next time we come back why don't we do uh, and get people more involved um and do like uh understanding angels and colors yeah, that'd be um, wonderful. Yeah. Um, how to work with the angels through color yeah that'd be fantastic um, because i think color is a really good way of getting into working with spirit if you've done ribbon readings and things like that um and and maybe get people getting more involved with that yeah absolutely i'm amazing, all for that all for, all for num- we're all for number four five six seven eight keep them going <laughs> and that that reminds me as well pl- please check out jill on, on youtube as well some of her, her meditations the uh, the uh, guided meditations are wonderful that's actually yeah. how we found jill originally we used them in many of our yeah. classes actually and shared them and uh and myself and Stephen got a lot out. Yeah, yeah, really powerful and a, and a wonderful yeah. way to, you know, in the simplest form, to settle yourself down and just come into a relaxed space, you know, to start listening to you, to your body. Well, they're also on Spotify as well. So if people got Spotify yeah. or Apple Music or uh, Amazon Prime, have got some on there, but I don't think they've got, I think I'm up to 116 now, still growing. <laughs> meditations oh, oh, is, is, is that all <laughs> <laughs> so but i mean wow. I, have, I have been at it with these meditations and channeling angels for so long now since 2005 yeah. so it's sort of become a body that's that's grown yeah but, um mm-hmm. the first me- meditation which is on youtube is how to meet your guardian angel meeting your guardian angel that's a good one to start with if, if you're struggling to, to, to connect with your angel yeah so yeah but uh i, I love i love the archangel michael me. that you've done oh thank you so much again and um thanks so much for everybody listening and yeah please connect with yeah, jill if you feel wrong to do so and um yeah pl- thank you very much for supporting this podcast and listening to us as well and many more to come and we're just sending all our love and thank you very much okay god bless bye bye, bye.